Welcome back to season two of Prepare Them for Launch. Natalie and I are joined today by one of our pastors here at Friends Church, Jonathan Reeder. Jonathan, we are so excited to have you with us today as we dig into some topics this season. This season, we'll be focusing on some hot topic issues surrounding parenting, and we will be sitting down with parents who have navigated through these situations. But before we do that, Jonathan, can you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, guys, thank you uh, for inviting me on here. It's such a privilege to be a part of this podcast. Uh, it's already been special for me to listen to and to glean some insight uh, and for my family and for our congregation. Um, so just to give you a little little bio, I'm currently the community life pastor at our Orange campus uh, down in the city of Orange. But I actually started out over 15 years ago as a part of kids ministry at our Yorba Linda campus. So I feel like I've been a part of Friends for a really long time. Uh, I'm married to my beautiful wife, Michelle. We're celebrating 15 years in just a couple of months, and we've got two boys, Henry, age nine, and Arthur, age six. And so that's as far as my knowledge goes, um, but I, I can help you up to age nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jonathan. We're so happy to have you with us today. Um, as AJ and I were talking about where we wanted to head in this next season, we really felt that it was important for us to share some things with families that they might be experiencing as elements of our current culture. Um, but more importantly, we wanted parents um, to be introduced to some people who could share their hearts on these topics, in some cases because they are in the midst of living through these things that we're calling cultural issues. Yeah, I think we have some really cool topics for this season. Um, some of the ones I'm really excited for are like we're going to have a single mom's conversation, uh, talking about raising daughters, mothers raising daughters. Uh, and then I think we're going to have some even tougher issues like miscarriage, like families going through miscarriages and talking about diversity in, in the workplace or just diversity within uh, f- places where families go. So I'm, I'm really excited just to kind of dive in and hear the stories that are behind a lot of these issues. So I know for me in particular, my story, my personal story, really flavored the way that I raised my own children. And in some ways, it was even at times that I was unaware of. And so we've mentioned it before, but raising children 100% puts a mirror in front of you that reflects deep into your soul. And it's our job to raise and grow our children. But if we're parenting correctly, they'll have the opportunity to grow us too. And in my personal case, I had a lot of hurt in my childhood. So when I was blessed with a family of my own, I was determined down to every fiber of my being to right all the wrongs, um, which was both awesome as a parent and also not so awesome in a lot of ways. And so my parenting originally, at least, was a direct reflection of my own story. And that being said, Jonathan, I would love for you to share a little bit about your story growing up. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that, Natalie. I I think you sharing and even me getting to share my story is such an illustration of what we're we're trying to do here, which is trying to share different stories about what it looks like to uh, to grow up, what it looks like to raise kids who are growing up in different environments. And so my story is a little bit different than yours. Uh, I grew up as a pastor's kid. Uh, I'm a pastor's grandkid. My my mom was um, essentially a pastor at our church. My dad's a pastor. My brother became a pastor. Uh, I was practically born and raised in the church. Um, and in what I would say is a relatively healthy home life, um, off, obviously after some counseling, I'm realizing that no, no home is perfectly healthy and there's plenty wrong, which we'll get to. Uh, but honestly, for the longest time, I would say that I kind of had like that boring Christian story that it's like, oh yeah, I just, you know, one of those typical Christian stories, mom and dad were together. All of us grew up. We love Jesus. We had a pretty perfect life. There's not a lot of like dark details in that. 
but then I went to college and and I took a couple of classes around spiritual formation and family of origin. It came up a lot. Like that's just what you talk about, right? Especially in college. Um, but one class, I actually shared my entire life story. Like we did a whole life map thing. And, and at the very end of it, I kind of laid out like, here's all the things. And my dad's a pastor and I'm a Christian and whatever. And I just, I remember I looked at the class and I was just like, well, that's it. I mean, that's my story, I guess, whatever. And I just shrugged it out. Like it was like, ah, whatever. Uh, like it's just not a big deal. Um, and I'll never forget this. My, my professor, she looked at me and in front of the whole class, she said, Jonathan, many of us in here are going to be able to minister to people out of our pain, but you get the privilege to minister to people out of your blessing. And I remember hearing that and just being floored by God could actually use my story too. I don't have the like, you know, all the the pain and, and suffering in some ways. And yet God still wants to use me and use my story. And that to me was just a powerful statement. So from that moment on, really, I've tried to choose to look at my story really as a story of hope that we can have healthy families, that we can follow Jesus together. That doesn't always have to be dysfunction and pain and suffering. Um, now, as I said earlier, there's plenty of pain and dysfunction in my story, things that I've unpacked over the years um, as I've gotten older. But Overall, my story hasn't been defined by that. There's not pain that defines my story. Uh, and so now I'm raising two pastor's kids of my own, um, and there is so much opportunity for them to become jaded, to become burnt out uh, or disillusioned by the church. Uh, but every time I'm tempted to be afraid for them or that I think maybe it's all my responsibility to make sure that they're protected from the world, both inside and outside of the church, I'm trying to remember more that my story uh, can still make an impact. And so no matter what their story is, they'll be able to have an opportunity to impact um, others. And so I'm excited for this season of this podcast because it's going to give the listeners an opportunity to hear all types of stories, some stories of health, some stories of dysfunction. Um, but ultimately, I think every story is a story of God's redemption and hope that he infuses into every single life. And that's the beauty of the church, that we can all learn from each other's stories. So I'm excited about this season, and I'm just grateful that I get to be here. Yeah, thank you, Jonathan. That, that was really great. And honestly, for me, I think that reminds me of this idea because I knew I grew up like telling my story to people and thinking like that that doesn't matter. I don't have this crazy like story where it, there's nothing but pain. But it reminds me that every story is it matters. Every story is important. It doesn't matter whether you've gone through the gnarliest, craziest things. But it does matter, especially in the grand scheme of God's design, that he cares for us. That is probably the biggest testimony that anybody can share, whether you've been through the toughest times or the easiest life. Your story matters and God can use it and will use it. And so I think that's the kind of the heartbeat of this season for us is that every story truly does matter and that it's just a quick little snippet of how we can kind of go about certain things in our lives with God and how he can enter into those, uh, those either conflicts or, uh, praiseworthy moments that he can be in the midst of those and that he can help us through. And especially for, for, uh, for this podcast, we're, we're there to help parents kind of get through kind of all these tough issues or tough problems that are happening in today's society. But ultimately, like no matter what these stories, their stories, even their stories of, of struggle, even their stories of success, they all matter. And so I'm super excited, uh, just one, to have you here today, super blessed by you. And I'm just super excited for what we're going to be talking about th today and this season. I think one of the topics that when me and Natalie were kind of going through, what we what can we do this season to kind of uh, like 
have a nice little runway as we're launching this thing. Uh, I think one of the topics that really resonates with me is this idea of diversity, whether it be in the church. I think when I first came about thinking about this, it was mostly this idea of diversity within the workplace and how families can kind of deal with that. Um, I know that in a lot of cases, especially while, as we're living here in your Belinda, that there's not a lot, there's not a ton, but at the same time, sometimes that can be so hard for a family to go through just this idea of diversity. And so I'm super excited to kind of talk about that and see what, 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 how other have dealt with that within their environments and how God is going to play a role in that for them. Yeah, AJ, I love that. And I know that that is near and dear to your heart. We often joke about how a lot of our podcast ideas come from our across the cubicle conversations. And I know that that's one we've had quite a bit. So here's our hope for the season. We are, as I mentioned earlier, living in a polarized society where most of us feel like we have to choose either one side or the other. There is definitely less space for listening to an opposing viewpoint, and there's more defensiveness when we feel like others feel differently from us and think differently from us. In our last season, we really worked to lead you from understanding your child to being able to build communication with them. And then ultimately, towards the end of our episode, we led you back to Jesus as the ultimate sign of grace and forgiveness and essentially a way of um, looking at life and raising your children differently. And one of the things that has always been so special for me is that Jesus loved telling stories. It was one of the ways that he was able to connect with the people around him, and he helped them see through the stories that he told. And Jonathan, I know um, you feel really passionately about this, too, so I would just love for you to touch on that topic. Yeah, uh, the the idea that, um, as you mentioned earlier, that that there's not a lot of room for nuance anymore in the world, that it's either black or white, it's one way or the other. But then you look at Jesus and and it's it seems like it's the exact opposite. He tells parables that confuse the heck out of people. He's like, he, you know, he just says all these things. And I love in Mark 4, 34, it actually says this. It says, he didn't say anything to them, meaning the people who were following them, him, without using a parable. So like Jesus loved to speak in stories. And I think we sometimes think, no, Jesus was always black on white on everything. Um, and that's just not true. And I think what we can learn from this is that Jesus, he wasn't afraid to engage people who thought different than him, looked different, acted differently than he did. He was the one who would go into the midst of it and say, I'm here and I want to engage you and I want to hear you. Uh, I actually, I just had an opportunity to preach about kind of this topic last weekend. And and I went to a great passage in in First Peter. Um, Peter in First Peter is writing to a group of Christians who are living in a very non-Christian world, which is obviously the, the type of world we live in now. Um, but he says this in 1 Peter 3.15, it says, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience. And I love that. It's like, you can be prepared. You can have, you can have your convictions. Like, please have strong convictions about things. Know what you believe, uh, but be prepared to, to give an answer for that with gentleness and respect. Um, and for me, that... That is something that is missing in most of our world, uh, in our public discourse, in any kind of social media we might be a part of. There's no, there's no space because as soon as we speak up about something, there's, there's this idea that, oh, well, if you don't agree, we can't listen, like you said, Natalie. Um, and so I love the example of Jesus because he's just like, you guys, listen to each other. Jesus, I think, probably spent more time listening to people than he did actually talking. Um, I can't back that up biblically, but it seems to be the, the case. And even when he did, again, it wasn't just to tell them all the right and wrong things. It was to help them engage. He asked way more questions than he did give answers. And so that's the kind of 
life that I want to live. That's the kind of life I want to teach my kids to live. More importantly, as we're talking about raising kids, um, you know, even AJ, as you were talking about diversity and thinking about where I'm raising my kids and that that's a choice. And so how do I help them engage with people who are different than them? How do I help them engage and, and, and be open to the fact that our worldview is not the only worldview out there. Our perspective is not the only perspective out there. Um, and my wife and I are very passionate about that because we're we're just like we can't be just sequestered into this little bubble. This is not how the world works. This isn't how Christianity should work. It's definitely not the example of Jesus. And so, um, I'm really excited to see what comes out of these conversations in the next few um, sessions. Uh, and so, you know, as parents, we're trying our best. Uh, we're trying to do what we can. Um, and so, to switch just from how are we training our kids, but how are we actually helping our kids become? Um, many, you know, little Christ followers. Uh, for us, the, the best thing that we can do is we can actually listen to them. And so I know we covered some of that even last in our last podcast series, but how do we allow them to have space to talk and to share? Because as a parent, there are things that I want to say, no, that you're wrong. Nope. You can't think that way. You shouldn't do that. You know, there's, and as they get older, we've found, again, like I said, you know, my nine-year-old is as old as we've gotten so far, but there's already nuance with that. I can tell him no, but more often than not, I need to be like, here's the why. And let me ask you some questions. What do you think would happen if? Why would you think that way? And kind of helping him become a thinker, not help him become a doer or an obeyer or whatever. Um, so really our hope is is to understand our kids. Um, and like I said, I'm excited for this season and all that, these stories that we're going to get to hear and how people interact. Um, because every story, I think, shows us something about God if we're looking for it and if we're asking the right questions. Um, so I'm excited. It's going to be a great journey. Uh, and so that's kind of all that I had to uh, say about it. But I'm just, I'm grateful that I got to be here to even share some thoughts. And um, yeah, I'm loving, I'm, I'm excited to see what God has through these episodes. Thank you, Jonathan. That was great. Um, I think for me, I think when I just hear this idea, one thing I take away from today and just what you said is this idea of listening. I think a lot of the times, a lot of people today, they want to share how they feel, share what they're for and what they're against, rather than listening to both sides. And I know Natalie brought that that question up. And I think the one thing that I've seen is it like a universal language. There's a few. There's like music. But I think stories are also a universal language. It's something like if, if you think about it as children and you parents do this all the time, they read stories to their kids. That's something that 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 translates really well because it, it brings either form of uh, entertainment or of knowledge of education and things like that. And I, and I do think that stories are so important and that's, I, I fully believe that's why Jesus did his parables is because he wanted people to fully see and, and be able to engage with what's, what Jesus is trying to teach. He wanted people to be able to understand in a way that's visual, but also verbal. And because a lot of the times we, we, we uh, just hear something and we just put it out of our mind. It goes through one ear and out the other, but essentially what a story does, it kind of makes you illustrate illustrates it in your mind. And so I think that's one thing that I, I do believe, like we have to listen. And I think Jesus is constantly saying that and doing that, and he is listening to us. And I do think one thing that's beautiful about Jesus is that he asks questions. A lot of times when he's asked a question, what does he respond with? A question, because he wants them to understand what they're truly, what they truly believe so that he can break down what is the truth. So I think there's so much importance to listening. I mean, our whole first season was about parents being open with their kids by listening. I think listening is so important. I think stories, because like I said, it, you told us today how much stories do matter no matter what you've gone through. They matter. 
And so I want to thank you so much for coming today. And I thought everything you said was so great and so on point for what we're trying to hit for this season. Yeah, that, that's great, AJ. One other uh, just quick thought I had on that was uh, one of the goals that I want to have as a parent is to help shape kids who can actually think for themselves. Um, I don't want to raise parrots. Uh, I want to raise kids who can think and speak for themselves, um, which actually might bite me in the butt later on in life. You know, I say that now, but, um, you know, the more that they get their own thoughts and opinions, the harder it becomes. But I just have seen so many kids grow up to just repeat what their parents say. And at some point it's going to smack them in the face and they're going to think, wait, do I really believe any of this stuff? Um, and I want my kids to be able to have those, you know, those questions and those thoughts way before they get to college, you know, or beyond college. I want to be able to start having conversation and engage them in ways that um, that's actually going to help them think uh, and become kids who know how to think for themselves. Um, that being said, uh, there is a lot that I feel like I want to help shape them in. And so this, all that we're talking about in this, this podcast, like it's been so helpful just to think, okay, how do we, how do we help train kids? How do we help raise them on um, the ways that we think they should go? But then at the same time, kind of give them that freedom. And I know, you know as Natalie, you can probably attest to, you don't give them freedom. They take the freedom, but if you can encourage it as well, I think there's, um, yeah, we're just going to be able to see kids who, who are really going to own their faith, who are going to own the questions in life, who are going to be people who live out that first Peter passage of having an answer, but coming with such grace and with such kindness that, that people can't help but listen. Um, those are the kinds of kids that I want to raise. I just really want you guys to be able to hear these stories. Some of them may pertain to where you are in your stage of life right now. Some of them may not. Some of these stories may um, hit home with you, but some of these stories might be new to you. The desire is that it opens up your heart to um, hearing somebody's other, someone else's perspective, someone's point of view that may be different from your own. Um, and it's going to be an amazing season. AJ and I hope that it gives you the chance to learn and grow with us. Next week, we have the opportunity to sit down with a single mom who will share her story. And we hope that you guys will join in on that conversation. Until then, know that we are journeying with you. We are praying for you and we are walking beside you and your family in love.